All right, welcome back to another episode of Fog Dog and Bastin. Uh, it's been a pretty kind of hectic couple of weeks. Actually, honestly, getting on for a month now. Um, our last episode was pretty much bang on four weeks ago. We'd just kind of come off Bastin running 356.1 for the mile, uh, me running a 751.3K. Um, and kind of a lot has gone on over the last kind of four weeks. Um, yeah. How you been going, Bastin? I've been going good. Um, yeah, I guess it's just been so busy. We haven't really had a, a time to film with yeah, just everything that's been going on. But yeah, we should dive into it and get into, first of all, conference, which seems like ages ago. I feel like I barely even remember it, but <laughs> we should we should mention it. So yeah, how did conference go? You've probably just blanked it out. That's why you can't remember it. <laughs> bad, bad memories for you. But um, no, only joking. Uh, that's what some people would probably think, though. Um, but yeah, so... Pretty much a month ago now, um, which is kind of crazy. Like this month has just been so full on. It's been packed. Um, it's kind of flown by. But yeah, a month ago, we headed to Chicago. Um, we had our indoor Missouri Valley Conference, pretty strong conference. Um, we had our conference championships. Um, and obviously, conference is usually kind of a chance for, you know, your team to come together and really try and, uh, you know, bring back a conference championship. And that's that's what we were aiming to do as a team. But for me individually, as we kind of touched on in the last episode, um, I really felt like I needed to chase a national qualifying time for the mile. Um, obviously, for anyone who knows, in hindsight, I probably didn't have to go after it just because I got super lucky. Um, but yeah, so we went there. We were both in the mile. Uh, Baston, you were in the distance medley relay. 1600 as well yep um and yeah so uh just kind of long story short we we were in separate mile prelims uh we both won our prelims for 13 for me 415 for bastion both felt good new prs <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah anyway the final was the next day um yeah i guess just to let you kind of touch on it a little bit what was kind of the plan how were you feeling going into it um, I had already, I had already had my national qualifier seemingly out of the way because I ran 356-1 at Arkansas the previous week. I was sitting at 16th in the nation. I felt pretty comfortable. I knew like the only two big names that hadn't really ran a time yet were Reed and, um, Yurian. Yurian. And even if both of them ran the time, I would still be at 18th. And just knowing the guys that are in it, knowing the NAU boys would scratch, I had a feeling I'd be fine. And I turned out right, but um, so really going into conference, my goal was to score as many points as possible while using as little energy as possible. And I accomplished one of those two things. I really <laughs> didn't use much energy, but uh, sorry, Drake, for <laughs> scoring zero points for the Bulldogs at conference. The distance medley relay surely scored some sort of points. Did you not? What did you come? I think we were like... Fifth? okay well there you yeah. go yeah, yeah you get you get a split of a point or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe like so yeah divided by four i got like a half a point <laughs> yeah so a, i did something but um yeah yeah so i ran i ran three miles at conference shocker ran nine miles over the course of this year if you count that 1600 the dmr which is absolutely ridiculous but um i yeah i like what he said i paced well didn't pace in the prelim ran 415 just easily got into the final which i got the coolest picture 
yeah, of, yeah. that I've ever that's ever been taken of me before. Yeah, in that mile, that was so sick. That was cool. Check it out on my Instagram if you haven't seen it, but it is so cool. Definitely the coolest running photo that's ever been taken of me. I kind of felt like a pro there. It was really cool because I remember when you posted that. Obviously, um, it was straight after conference, and you just you're like cruising along at the front and all these people are there behind you, like really working pretty hard to yeah. try and qualify for the final. But um, it was funny. You mentioned Reed Brown and Jack Yeary and obviously two Oregon kind of big dogs now. Um, we were on our way to conference for the prelims. I think I was at number 24 in the country. You were at number 16. So you were, you were pretty locked in. Like if you're in the top kind of 20, you're always pretty safe. Obviously only 16 go, but there's always a few scratches um with people doing different events but yeah we were on our way to the prelims and we were we had it up on flow track um they were racing in boston reed brown and jackie arian and they both ran 354 so my mindset kind of went from like oh i'm at number 24 like i'm unlikely to get into oh god like i'm down to number 26 like i'm i'm out unless i can get through to the final and then tomorrow in the final at conference i can run 355 something 356 very low um but yeah anyway so we got through our prelims um the next day we turned up at the track um it was all planned out baston was pacing me um which is kind of weird for a championship style race but it was kind of what we decided needed to be done so um yeah, we lined up. the The race got going. We went out pretty pretty hard. It worked out pretty perfectly early on. Um, Baston took the lead. Um, we we got kind of out in front of the field. Um, there was no kind of pushing or shoving. It, it just worked perfectly um, early on. I tucked in behind. Um, and yeah, we kind of we kind of got rolling. I think we were one fifty eight through eight hundred and nine. So we were yep. we were bang on. Um, through kind of halfway and then um Boston, you got to the k i got to the k in 229 so that last um that last lap was a little bit slow and that's when i realized i was not feeling good so <laughs> i pulled to the side i really jogged after that yeah I, my last three laps were averaging 40 <laughs> but anyway this this race wasn't about me i finished dead last in it but Hey, discuss what happened to you in the last three laps and where yeah. you finished. Yeah. So I went through the thousand and nine, um, in two twenty nine Oh, um, so I knew that I was going to have to close pretty hard, um, on my own to, to run something pretty quick that I thought would get me into NCAAs. Um, yeah, I was really aiming for three fifty six low three fifty five high. I thought on a, I, I honestly did think on a great day, something like three fifty four high wasn't out of reach. Um, as silly as that might sound, but, um, yeah, I, when, when Baston kind of pulled off, I really tried to, you know, put my foot down and keep the pace, pace honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I kept it going, kept it rolling and, uh, it was, it was pretty hard on my own out there. Um, and I really pushed it all the way through the line and I ran 356.89. So, um, I, I won uh, by 10 seconds, new meet record at conference, but immediately, like, I didn't really care about, you know, getting the win. Obviously, it's good for the team, good to get some points for, for Drake, but it was kind of a bit of a bittersweet moment, kind of crossing the line, looking up at the scoreboard and seeing 356, 8, 9 come up on the board. 
um, just because I thought for sure then that I was out of nationals and I, I really felt like I, you know, had, had a bit more in the tank. I felt like I deserved to be in, um, that kind of 16 guys who were going to nationals. Um, so it was a little bit disappointing. Um, but anyway, as you'll find out in a, in a minute or two, we'll kind of touch on it. Um, it all, I guess worked out in the end, but, um, it was pretty funny because after that race, obviously Baston, really jogged the last three laps when he kind of stopped pacing me. And I think a few people on, I don't know, Twitter, maybe, maybe even let's run were kind of, maybe not let's run, but at least on Twitter, we're a little bit maybe worried or kind of questioning the form of Baston. Um, and kind of, we're a little bit surprised that he came last at conference around 428. But um, yeah, I mean, you kind of shut them down, I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like out of all of us runners that have proven that we're elite, I get the least respect out of all of them <laughs> on a pretty yeah. consistent basis. Like whenever I do something wrong, everyone talks about it. And then whenever anybody else does anything wrong, everyone shuts their big fat mouths. But um, yeah, a lot of people were saying that I was, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but there were definitely people saying that I was out of form. Like what is happening with Isaac Baston? Like, concerns going into nationals and obviously i i definitely at least partially approved them wrong in that first round but um yeah i i mean if you're watching that race or if you're looking at live splits i don't know how you could think that i was doing anything but pacing like yeah i mean I, it was pretty obvious it was really pretty obvious yeah but it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks uh it happened and yeah kind of leading into the next week we got back and foggy and i are just going on a eight mile easy jog we're actually kind of both talking about like how unmotivating it is to go on a run, like not knowing whether or not this run is at all meaningful because like, we're thinking, are we even in like, what's the point of doing this? If we're not in like, anyway, our, our minds are just going crazy and we get back from the run and we know something's up with Jay who's standing outside ready to talk to us. So yeah, take that away. What was that experience like for you? And yeah. So, um, obviously just to quickly kind of reiterate what, what was kind of going on at the time. So on our bus ride back from conference, I was still at number 26. Obviously I didn't improve on my time and we were kind of, we were looking through the list kind of going, he could scratch, he could scratch. There's no way he scratches, no way he scratches like all, all the way through. And I, we worked it out. Like I needed everything in the world to go my way uh, for me to get in we knew that it was very unlikely, but at the same time, we knew there was a very, very slim possibility that I would get in uh, because of people scratching. Um, and yeah, so anyway, we were on this eight mile run. We we weren't actually finished, but Jay was standing outside like our locker room um, and we kind of ran past it. And Jay said, oh, I need to talk to you boys. He kind of seemed seemed fairly casual, like nothing, nothing kind of big was going on it was just like yeah I need to have a chat with you boys um can you can you finish your run and I was like oh we're nearly eight miles we'll run out and back we'll be back in like two minutes and on that two minute jog we were like oh I wonder if he's got like an early announcement of you know who's going to nationals um and then it was kind of like oh wouldn't it be nice but there's no way like it comes out in it was meant to be coming out that night at yep. like 9 p.m. And it was yep. like 4 p.m. We were like, there's there's just no way. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we get back um, and Jay's there standing outside the locker room still. Um, 
and he he comes up to us he's looking down at his phone and i i thought i could see the list there um but but he kind of looked at us kind of looking a little bit sadish almost he was like yeah what are you what are your plans for spring break boys like what's what's going on you're going to colorado and i was like yeah yeah we're off to colorado like whatever and i could see he had the list so i was like you've you've got the list haven't you like i'm out aren't i and i really did still yeah. think i was but then it kind of changed and i was like oh my god why would he be doing this if if we weren't both in yeah and then he kind of looked up he's like well you're gonna have to cancel your plans you're going to alabama and it was just <laughs> like the maddest moment um for both of us obviously we were pretty confident in baston being in yeah yeah no, it was good. It was, it was just crazy because I mean, we were, I, it wasn't like we were positive you were out or anything, but it was, yeah, it was almost like the first like minute afterwards, I was just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, like what? What has happened? <laughs> like, you've yeah. got to be like, this is sick. You've got to yeah. be kidding. Crazy. Like, I, I don't know. I, it, it was obvious. It's just so much more fun to go with the teammate and to find out that he was into it. Was, it was pretty sick. It was pretty crazy. Like, I mean, he was like jumping up and down in shock, and I was just like, I was so hyped too, but like, how, how has that possibly happened? Yeah. And I, I, I got Jay's phone and I double checked the list. Cause I was like, there's surely no way. Like he's got yeah. made a mistake. Um, you counted it like three times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kept trying to count. And then I kept just like getting distracted and being like, Oh, this is sick. But I, I was counting through. And when it, when we got down to number like 20, there was only five scratches in front of me. So I was still, still out. But then 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25 all scratched. So <laughs> shout out to those boys. Shout out to the boys who scratched in front of me. Uh, I had 10 scratches um, for me to get through to NCAA indoors. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty sick. So then for the next kind of week, week and a half, we, we trained, got ready for nationals indoor. Um, but it wasn't all smooth sailing but Baston you can kind of touch on your week first I think how how when you when you knew it was then official um how did you approach that final week of training because when we found out it was Tuesday and yep. national prelims were the following Friday so what like yep. 10 days later um yeah. how were you how were you feeling um I was feeling really good going into it especially after seeing the list and seeing that Yard scratched he yeah. was, he was the big name that I was, he was the biggest name that I was really hoping would scratch because I knew if Yara had scratched, this was anyone's race really. And honestly, looking back, I think even if Yara would have ran it, I don't even know if he would have won it. Yeah. But, Cause I, I don't know what, yeah. He's, I mean. Something's going on with him, but, but anyway, like I, I was just hyped. Cause I knew like that both of us really, we had a chance to win this thing. Like even I was coming in like as the 11th or 12th seed yeah. or something and you yeah. were the 16th seed like seeding doesn't really matter at nationals like some people had better opportunities to run faster times than others and like i really thought i could win it and so just my mindset i was i was trying to switch my mindset from like hey it's just going to be fun to make the final to hey this time i want to actually win it and i think looking back i did an okay job of that but um either way like just training going into the week i was like just mentally preparing myself for that day so that like when it happened, I wouldn't be too scared. I wouldn't be like, it wouldn't feel like anything was out of the ordinary, I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think you approach it pretty well. Like you, it's just at the end of the day, even though it is nationals, it's only another race, you know, we, yep. we race in 
from time to time, super high quality races and you go into them just racing them to win. So at the end of the day, it's nothing really too, too different to that. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty good mindset to have, uh, for me, like it was a bit of a different kind of approach. Um, that day we found out we were going to nationals. I had a little bit of a sore throat, but I thought it was just from racing indoor the day before. Cause you get a little bit kind of, I don't know, dry air, you get a cough, like from working hard on an indoor track. Um, so I still had a tiny little bit of a lingering sore throat and cough. Um, that was on the Tuesday. And then on the Wednesday we had a 10 mile run. Um, we were running like 705s maybe per per mile, 425 per K um, for, for yeah, 10 miles. And the whole way through, I was like, I was in a pretty bad way. Like I was, I was struggling to keep up, to be honest. Um, I felt like I was developing a little bit of a fever. Um, got back to the locker room after and kind of just sat there for like a good few minutes. Jay came in, our coach, and was like, you're all right. And I, I actually said to him at that point, um, I feel pretty bad. Um, I knew that I was coming down with something. Um, and then, yeah, the next day I uh, was in a pretty bad way still. Um, fever, chills, cough, sore throat, banging headache as well, um, which was probably the most annoying thing, to be honest. Um, and then, yeah, so I had Thursday completely off. Friday, um, I kind of shuffled through like a three mile jog super slow um and then come saturday i was starting to kind of improve a little bit and i did a few 200s with jay just to kind of like feel out running a little bit quicker again just because we were on a pretty tight schedule like that was six days before my national prelim i was kind of like if i'm gonna race like i need to just get through this week um and you know do my best to race as well as i can so with that in mind, I thought, you know, doing a few 200s will get my legs back under me. Even if they don't feel great, I've still got six days. Like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be good. Um, and over the next few days, like I completely improved. I felt pretty much completely normal traveling to, to Atlanta, Georgia on the Tuesday we flew, um, like three days before our race. Um, I was feeling pretty good. Uh, and yeah, we, we went to Birmingham, Alabama, got a few good strides in, um, had some good, easy running and I, I felt pretty much completely back to normal. Um, but yeah, obviously for anyone who saw the result of the national mile prelim, it didn't quite go my way. Um, how were you feeling going into that? And obviously for anyone who saw it was pretty, pretty good day. Yeah. I felt pretty normal. Um, doing strides the day before I was really worried because that track had no bank to it. It honestly is like a flat track. It, it was really like not completely, but it's pretty flat. Li literally half the bank that the other tracks we've been on this year yeah. had anyway. And so I thought I was like, man, these times are going to be pretty slow all around, but, um, we'll see how kicking is going to be on this track because I like to move wide. I like to move around people. And obviously like for people that no, an indoor track's only 200 meters, so you don't have as much time to move around. So yeah. generally, some of your move has to be made on the bend. And yeah. I was like, man, it's going to be tough to make moves around these bends when there's no bank. Yeah. And so luckily, it ended up working out. But yeah, I guess going into the prelim, we we saw what heat we'd be in. By the way, NCAA, you took way too long to come out with the heats. It was ridiculous. We, when did we find out? So we, we were in Atlanta the Tuesday night we got in. Wednesday, we had an easy jog in Atlanta, and then we drove to Alabama. 
Yeah. And then did we find out that evening? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So literally like what? A Two. day, a day and a half out. Yeah. We found out a day and a half before our prelim who we'd be racing against when they had the sheets out for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like what were they doing? Just sitting there? Yeah. Like unbelievable. I feel like, I feel like that's the case for a lot of competitions. You know, you only kind of find out who you're definitely going to be racing like one or two days out. But yeah, for me last year indoor, I found out like a week out, maybe like four or five days. Like yeah. it was, it was plenty of time to kind of work out, you know, this is probably going to be the slow heat. You know, I knew that Cole Hocker and Reed Brown were in heat one and, I was in heat too. Like you, you kind of get to mentally kind of think about what you're going to do. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, go on. I, I, so when the heat sheets came out, we knew basically whatever heat beetle skin was in was going to be the fast heat Yeah, because he's a 352 guy and he's a guy that doesn't tender line his kick. So we thought, yeah, he's just going to front run and make the heat fast as hell to get himself through, which makes sense. Yeah. Which is exactly what ended up happening. Fog and I were both in heat one. With Morgan Beetleskin, which I think both of us thought was kind of the ideal scenario. Yeah. Until we saw everyone else who was in our heat, we realized, man, there are no bad runners in this heat. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Genuinely. Like, every single guy on that list, we were like, man, these are all guys that I was worried about racing in. Yeah. They're all in our heat. So. Yeah. I think the way they the way they seed it, um, they definitely do take the the top guy, heat one. Then the next two heat two, the next two heat one, the next two heat two, and so on. Um, until you get down to number 16, me, and I am in heat one as well. So yeah. top seed, bottom seed go into heat one, and then it's just in twos for the rest of it. Yep. Um, and so it is technically fairly seeded, you know, it's relatively random. It all just kind of depends on where you're where you're ranked. Um, but yeah, looking at it. I, I mean, a few of the guys in Heat 2, it kind of felt like, you know, we we knew that one of them had been injured throughout the season. It was like kind of in question if he'd even be at Nationals. Um, another one was an altitude qualifier. Um, <laughs> you know how we feel about those if you've been watching <laughs> yeah. our podcast. But... Obviously, everyone at Nationals is a good runner. And I, I feel like I can't even really talk. Like I, I went in number 16, but... Our heat was so strong. It was yeah. just like, obviously, we didn't have Mario who ended up winning overall, but we had just so many really, really solid guys. So it was going to be, you know, it was going to be a dogfight to to get in that top four and qualify for the final. So anyway, as Baston was saying, the race was pretty quick. Um, for me, my race, like I, I planned on tucking in somewhere kind of mid-pack, um, maybe anywhere from third to sixth on a good day. Um, just try and tuck in, get in lane one. If it's going to be quick, just, just hang in there. And then, um, from, I don't know, four, four or 500 out, um, depending on what's going on in the race, kind of close hard and be in that top four, um, kind of went pretty much as badly as it possibly could have done. Uh, I couldn't get in lane one. I looking back at the video, like, I don't know if it, I honestly don't even really know if I blame myself, but I'm sure there are a few things tactically I could have done a, a, a lot better. Um, I probably did make a few silly moves to try and get into lane one and it just never worked out. Um, so I ended up kind of just stuck out wide, running along, um, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, didn't feel great. And yeah, I ended up coming seventh out of eight in our heat. Um, 401, missed out on the final. 
Um, interestingly, like obviously everyone has good and bad days. And one guy who we thought was going to be a real threat in the final, he's a 147, 800 on a 355 miler. Yep. Um, Matt Piamps, he, he came eighth behind me. He ran 405 and it's like, it just goes to show, um, you know, in running, it's such a cutthroat sport. Everyone can on any given day have, have a great day. And then for, for some people on, you know, the biggest stage at nationals, it, it doesn't go according to plan. So yep. Bastin, you cruise through third place. You felt good. Yeah, I did. I really felt good. And coming off of worrying, worrying about our heat. I mean, I had a list of five guys after the national fields came out. I had a list of five guys that I wanted in my heat. Only one of those five ended up being in my heat. Was it me? No, it was not. Um, I'm not going to disclose who yeah. those people are because I, yep. I have respect for everybody that was in that race. But, yeah. Um, there were a list of five guys that I thought I could beat. Only one of them was in our heat, which I was like, this is the unluckiest crap ever. Yeah. And I still made it through. I got third, lost to two great big 10 runners and Beatles skim and Jonathan Davis. But going into the final, I my mindset kind of switched right away. Cause I was like, man, I felt like I didn't have to go all out in this race. I didn't have to lead for a single step. I ran through the back the whole way. Like I always do moved up into third, the last lap and just kind of cruised it in. I thought, man, I I'm going to win this thing. I'm going to win this thing. And I had myself convinced that I was going to win the night before and the entire day of like, I mean, you saw the way I was talking to you in the car, the way I was talking to everyone in the car. I really thought yep. I was going to win. Yep. And, uh, going into it, I was hoping that it would become a jog and I was right. It did become a jog. Yeah. I, I didn't predict it would, but I, I was hoping it would. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. Cause like, like we say, Beatleskum, obviously he's a 352 runner, but like we were, we were fully thinking he wouldn't be able to close hard. So he would, I, I mean, yeah. obviously he's a 352 guy. Like at the end of the day, you've, you've got to have a little bit of speed to run 352. But yeah. we thought compared to other people, he probably, he's not going to win in a 400 race. Yeah. Um, so we, we were thinking he would for sure take it out hard. And I, I remember just sitting in the stands watching, I was actually sat next to um, an Under Armour coach, an agent. I, I was just having a chat to him. Um, and then this, this guy from on as well, just kind of talking to them saying like, we, we all agreed that it would probably be pretty quick. Um, yeah. And I couldn't believe it. You went out in what, 211 through 800, 210 maybe? Sounds right, yeah. Yeah, like just... Man, just stupid slow. So pedestrian. I literally remember with with 800 to go, I and I, I think a lot of runners have this like natural cockiness to them, especially during races. Yeah. They always believe that in the middle of the race, they're going to win it. Yeah. And I think that's like what a lot of us elite runners share in common, including fog standing, sitting next to me. But, um, I was like, man, these guys are idiots. Like, what are they doing? They're letting me win this race. Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking in the middle of it. Yeah. And, oh man, I, I have so many regrets about that last 800. I feel like I just, I did everything that I shouldn't have done. Worst case scenario. I ran like an absolute clown. And I mean, that's why I got fifth. There was, there were ended up being six guys that were in that like top pack in the last lap. And I got fifth of those six, which demonstrates how bad I was tactically, especially when I felt like I had the best speed in the entire field. And, um, I just really didn't utilize that, but I think like looking back on it, I, I ended up closing with the fastest 400, but I didn't put myself in position to win that race with two laps to go. Yeah. yeah. And I think 
in a, in a fast race, I can do that because it's easy to move around when the race is strung out. Yeah. But in a slow race, when everyone's in that huge pack, like three deep, I can't put myself in the back because you can't move around those three people on a 200 flat track Yeah. when there is no bank. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I looking back on it. I just, I wasn't thinking and I should have been thinking, but I came away at the fifth place and I can't be mad about that, but I can be kind of mad about that. Yeah. Being fifth in that field, I think is like a result you can definitely be pretty happy with. I know obviously you wanted to win, thought you could win probably on any given day could have, could have got the win. Um, I think like it was, as you said, it was just so bunched up. Like I, I was watching and I think with maybe four, 500 to go, it, it was like starting to speed up. Um, you're obviously still at the back where you're like pretty, pretty happy kind of cruising along. Yeah. Um, but you, you then tried to move up and I remember seeing, seeing you really try and make a move in the back straight and it didn't quite work out. You couldn't, you couldn't get around. I think it was a Texas guy, Creighton Carroza. Mm-hmm. And you then, you made a move, you couldn't tuck back in and you ended up at the back again, I think. Um, and it's like, I think, I think around there if you could have got up and moved moved your way up a little bit more um yeah you probably could have could have found yourself a little bit higher up than fifth but fifth is not to be sniffed out i think fifth in that field deepest mile field ever um video coming out today actually on the fog dog exclusive um it's a pretty pretty strong result something you can be pretty happy with and going into outdoor um yeah i think it's going to be a pretty entertaining outdoor 1500 final hopefully we'll both be in there um yeah we'll see what happens uh the plan is to try and run a regional qualifier in the 1500 in a few weeks um yeah but yeah anything else you want to say about nationals uh you got any people you want to call out or anything no not really it was it was bittersweet it was it's good to finally get a trophy in that final and not because I don't want to be known as the kid that gets to finals and gets last. That's not a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. So g- getting fifth and getting a trophy is definitely something that I can be proud of. But um, now my mindset's really changed for outdoor. Now it's like win or bust, you know? And like, that's, that's just the way my mindset has to change at this point, because I don't like, I, I don't want that to happen again. I don't, I don't want to finish a final knowing that I could have done more like that. That's the part that makes me mad. It's like, I, I didn't even like end up really making a move during that race. Cause I felt like I just never, every time I tried to, I was cut off or I didn't have the room to. And like, like I ended up finishing that race, like with a hundred percent energy. And I'm like, well, that was dumb. Like, I felt like I yeah. just did a workout. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just, it's just annoying. So like I'm next time I make a final, hopefully it happens again in the future, whether it's at conference or nationals conference you probably choke yeah conference will probably choke and get last but <laughs> but really it's like i, I just i just want to work i i want to give 100 percent efforts so that i have no regrets about it because i feel like i do have regrets about that national final but yeah i guess going forward that's what i know yep and going forward from nationals we had a pretty interesting kind of couple days uh <laughs> we so yeah, basically we ended up going straight from nationals straight off to Colorado, um, for yeah. our week 
of spring break, uh, which we're now back from, obviously, hence the fact that we're filming a podcast. Um, we've just been kind of away for so long. I think yeah. we were away, what, like 13 nights or something from when we left for nationals to when we got back from spring break. So yeah. it was kind of hectic. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. Um, we stayed it was funny because we were actually we were meant to be staying in boulder and the day of the national final um obviously i wasn't in it so the boys back at drake they called me um the morning the morning of the national final baston's national final yep. and said our airbnb is being cancelled like oh. what are we gonna do and I, I was so excited to go to colorado and i was like uh i don't know get something rebooked they were already trying to rebook something um and yeah, we ended up with a place in Denver. Um, but but it was kind of like, just don't tell Baston for now. You know, he's got a lot to kind of focus on for the day. Um, and yeah, thankfully, the boys back at Drake ended up sorting out an Airbnb in Denver. Yeah. Um, I think it worked out well, to be honest. Yeah, I think it worked out really well. Like the place that we originally slated to have, didn't only have like three bedrooms? Yeah. So it was going to be what, 10 or 11 guys and three beds. Yeah. Like that would have been... That would have been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty exciting. Pretty cozy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I think, I think it ended up, uh, kind of panning out pretty well. It would yeah. have been cool to have been kind of staying in Boulder properly, just cause I feel like there's a bit, a just, bit more going on there. Kind yeah. Of. More to do, I guess. Yeah. Um, decent running there. Um, but Denver, Denver was pretty good. Um, yeah. and the Airbnb we had, there will be a video coming out on the fog dog actually, um i still need to edit that one but it was nice it was really good yeah it was really nice everyone had a bed uh there was like two living rooms really two floors like it it was good it was good fun it worked out really well so um thank you to the first airbnb for for cancelling on us uh i'm very grateful that you did uh it was a, <laughs> a week of fun and a week of good sleeps and uh yeah i had a great time so yeah while we were there um we were lucky enough to feature on the coffee club podcast with morgan mcdonald um obviously ollie and geordie were in europe for world indoors but yeah yep it was good fun it was it? it was super fun meeting meeting a runner like that who has accomplished everything that he has and man he was super humble yeah like you would just think he's an average person walking around the street yeah no, it was good. Yeah. It was cool because we so cool. That morning we went on what like a 10 mile, 10 mile run. Um, some of the boys did 12, but yeah, we met up with the on group. Um those girls are so fast, man. Yeah. Oh, we were <laughs> those, those, those <laughs> girls were dropping us yeah. on the on team. That was so impressive. They really were. Sage yeah. and Carmela. Um, yeah. We were struggling. Was that 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 was my first run back actually. So I had what like a two or three day break after nationals. Yeah. Um, then that was my first run back. We met up with the on group. Um, I think we were struggling with our stomachs to be honest. Like yeah. We <laughs> towards the end of that run, like the last what two or three miles, it was kind of like just get through this and we can yep. you know relax and <laughs> go we, to the toilet after. We, but we were originally gonna do twelve, but that. That ended pretty quickly. Some of the boys did do 12 <laughs> about, yeah. I don't know, what, six or seven miles in. Yeah. We both kind of decided that. We, we made a business decision. 10 miles. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was one of the smartest business decisions we've ever, ever made, I think. Um, oh. So we ended up doing 10 miles. We then went yeah. for breakfast after, um, which was really cool. We just were hanging out with Morgan, Carmela, and Sage. 
um and then a few of the Drake guys as well and then yeah we got on got on the podcast with chicken boy morgues which was cool um yeah so if you haven't seen that go and check it out obviously our, our podcast is nowhere near as big as theirs but um if you're in, interested in podcasts um yeah go and have a look yeah. at coffee club if you haven't already um and then yeah a few days after that we ran with reed fisher um pretty like famous drake alumni he's like he's probably like the most well-known runners come from drake i feel like so many people well, well I, I don't know about that um it's so many people know reed fisher you know what i mean yeah 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 so it was good we did another 10 miles i think yeah yeah just with reed who runs for tim man elite that um, run went way better than at least not like people wise but i felt so much better during that run. same i feel like yeah. we'd finally whipped ourselves back into shape at that point well not really but <laughs> i don't know yeah. it, it just went better i guess it was yeah. it was a much more enjoyable yeah overall based on like how how we felt um Maybe, maybe we were getting used to the altitude. I don't know. I, I, I never really feel like too much straight away from the altitude until the next day after that, I think, um, we did a workout. It was yeah. our only workout while we were in Colorado. Um, we did a fart lake workout and it was 10 by two minutes on with a two minute jog in between the reps. Yep. Um, how, how did you find that? Do you feel the altitude? I did. I felt it more in the recovery than I did during the reps. Like I would say it just took my body like, cause we did two on two off, mm -hmm. like two minutes on two minutes off. And during those two minutes off, I felt like my body really wasn't recovering as quickly as it would at sea level. Yeah. But, um, I, I felt really good during the pickups itself. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I felt, I felt okay. Um, towards the end, I found it pretty tough, but, um, no, it was, it was a solid workout, and now we're back at Drake. Um, we had a solid enough tempo workout the other day. Um, <laughs> kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of struggling a little bit. I think, solid enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we, we're getting back, and we're getting ready to to race hard outdoor. Um, and I think we'll both be in pretty good shape come opening up for the outdoor season. Speaking of, um, what's the plan? Brian Clay, baby. Brian Clay's the plan. I don't know who's racing there yet, but um, I mean, obviously, Fog and I's goal is to win or to go one, two, really. Yeah. Whatever order that's in. And then um just like we did at Nationals. Yeah, just like just like our prediction. But um, no, uh, the goal will be to go one, two, and the goal will be to get regional qualifiers out of the way. I mean, it's just it's outdoor is a little bit longer than indoor. Yeah. So it's less stressful, like throughout the course of the season, like getting qualifiers, especially since 48 in each region make it as well. There's just more room for error. And so like our goal right away is just, Hey, let's just get this qualifier out of the way so that we can finally just like have a little bit of fun, like yeah. finally run different events, like branch out. Like I've said it for a while. I want to do 800 and he wants to do a 5k. Yeah. And maybe who knows, maybe we'll do a steeple but just like, <laughs> I, just try something I new, I guess. About that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, it should be good. I like with, with indoor, it's so cutthroat. Obviously we both ended up qualifying. Um, but only 16 guys qualify for nationals, obviously outdoor only 24 go. So it's only, you know, another eight guys, but 
the actual process of qualifying is so much more kind of lenient, I would say, you know, 48 guys in the West and 48 guys in the East. So 96 guys all up go to regionals. Um, And from that 24 go on to nationals. So 12 from the West and 12 from the East. Um, So yeah, hopefully at Brian Clay, we can, you know, knock off a time under 341 to be safe um maybe it'll take 335 yeah yeah <laughs> i mean who knows with the ncaa this year but honestly if we run something under 341 i would say we're pretty safe i i yeah i really do want to go a lot quicker than that i think we're both capable of going a lot quicker than that yeah especially based on indoor yeah. um and like i've been saying to you baston for the last kind of few days now i've been kind of i guess like overthinking it a little bit maybe but i'm kind of like this is almost definitely my final collegiate season. I really want to run quick and I want to do well in big races. So, um, you know, if we can run something like 336, I would be more than happy to run 336. Yeah. Another thing that's on my mind is um, breaking 337.5 is the qualifier for the U.S. trials. And I want to run a U.S. trials this year. I just feel like that'd be a great experience for me. Another great resume builder. And like just to continue to branch out into the professionals scheme of things for whether that ends this year, next year, five years in the future. This year? Uh, (laughs) But I don't know. Um, We'll see. But yeah, it'd just be fun to, you know, continue to go to big races. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Yeah. After Brian Clay, we've got Drake Relays coming up and then we'll have, you know, a conference regionals hopefully and then hopefully nationals as well um oregon round two outdoor this year so hopefully we both qualify um hopefully i score points at conference (laughs) this outdoor season yeah true wow good times it's been a while it has has. (laughs) i guess cross country you you got you got a good 10 points or whatever it is um but yeah no it's it's been good um been a hectic few weeks but we're back and we're ready for outdoors so i think we've covered most of what we were planning on covering yeah i think we're pretty good so yeah i think um in the next couple of weeks we'll probably get a guest on yes um we, we don't know who yet we've we got we got a couple we we've we've been talking about a couple of people but yeah we, we haven't messaged them yet yeah <laughs> i think we'll get we got someone good yeah, yeah 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 we should do we should do so yeah Stay tuned for that. Um, hopefully, it won't be another four weeks until the next episode. I don't think it will be. Definitely not. Now that we're now back. It's kind of the time of the year where we have time on our hands again, yeah. like back to normal. So That is crazy, actually, not to drag this out, but like the last three or four weeks, I feel like I've just had so much going on, you know, trying to run fast at conference and then qualifying for nationals, being sick, going straight to Colorado, like, and now here we are. And it's like... Yep. I'm I'm doing three classes right now. Midterms as well. Oh, I mean, maybe uh, not for technically, me. For yeah. Me, I had three midterms. Yeah. Brutal. I'm in three classes right now, and one of <laughs> one of them's like pretty easy, really. It's like yeah. not even a class. Your professor's gonna watch this and yeah, kick me out, give me a bad grade. <laughs> um, but no, no, it it's good to be back at Drake. It's good to kind of get settled back in. Um, and kind of just like, you know, take a deep breath and reset for for the outdoor season so yeah um cool thanks for watching thanks for listening whether you're on youtube or spotify uh, we appreciate you taking the time to be here and we'll see you in the next episode yep thank you thank you